Welcome to Reclaim Your Life with Kate, the podcast where we dive deep into the roller coaster world of motherhood and tackle the universal struggles that every mom faces. I'm your host, Kate O'Rourke. I'm a certified life coach, school psychologist, and a single mom to two boys, and I'm so happy you're here. Whether you're mama, mommy, mom, or bruh, I'm here to help you ditch the shoulds and guilt to find presence and joy, because being a mom doesn't have to feel this hard. From the messy house to the missed soccer game, from the forgotten science project to the self-care you desperately need but often neglect, we will unpack it all while filling up your toolbox with practical strategies to manage your stress and overwhelm, reclaim your confidence, and enjoy your life. So hit the follow button, press play, and let's navigate the twists and turns of motherhood together so we can be stronger, wiser, more present, and guilt-free. Let's go. You're listening to episode number 69, the one where we revisit how to disagree with someone. So this is actually episode number 18 that I am releasing again because we are coming up on the holidays. So next week is uh, Thanksgiving and then it just rolls right into all of the holidays that we celebrate to round out the end of the year. And we can get into some tricky situations with family members this time of year, um, whether it's disagreements about our parenting or comments about our relationship or our lifestyle, our health, uh, politics, right? Religion, um, the state of the world right now. Uh, a lot of uh, times when we're around family, people we don't see very often, you know, we can get caught in these tricky situations and we find ourselves disagreeing with someone and having a lot of reaction to that and a lot of stress and overwhelm about it. So I created this episode last year uh, around this time to help us get through the holidays. And so I figured it was a great time to release it again so that we can have some tools in our toolbox heading into all of these family occasions that are, are starting next week. So how to disagree with someone, check it out. And I wanted to remind you um, with the holidays you know, coming up, this is a time where mom guilt shows up a lot for us, right? It's already starting for me because I'm trying to, um, you know, get the list together, what I'm going to get the boys. And now as they're getting older, things are just like so much more expensive. So there's not as many things under the tree and just, you know, I don't know, a lot of stuff seems to come up that can lead to mom guilt at this time, right? Making the season so magical and, you know, have all of these memories, but have a, you know, a spotless house so that, you know, the pictures look good and like buying all the stuff that they want on their list, even though it's a million dollars, like just so much going on at this time that can lead to mom guilt. So I want to remind you to take the mom guilt quiz. I have the link in the show notes, right? It's going to let you know what flavor of mom guilt is coming up for you because there are different flavors. And when we know the flavor, then we can know how to get rid of it, right? How to let it go. So you'll take the quiz, the nine questions, it'll take you two minutes and then you'll immediately get a video uh, from me in your email with a tool of how to let go of that flavor of mom guilt that you got in your quiz results. Okay, so check that out. It's in the show notes and listen to how to disagree with someone. Hey, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. This is episode number 18 where we are talking about how to disagree with someone. So with the holidays coming up, so right now uh, in the United States, it's uh, beginning of November. So in a few weeks, we have Thanksgiving coming up and then 
you know, we have um, Christmas and Hanukkah and all the, you know, holidays that people celebrate this time of year are coming up and can often lead to a lot of arguments, disagreements with people that we don't see all the time, family members, all the things can come up. So I thought this would be a really good topic. And also just with the political climate, right, the state of the world right now, uh, feels like almost everyone is disagreeing and having a different opinion. So what we're going to talk about today is what happens when someone disagrees with us or has a different opinion. Uh, We're going to talk about some examples, and then we're going to talk about um, how we can view it differently in a more productive way. And we're going to talk about what to actually do uh, when we find ourselves in an argument or a disagreement with someone or having a different opinion. So when we have a different opinion uh, or disagreement, we become activated. And I want to explain why, what happens in the brain. So this could happen, like I said, with a different opinion, someone's um, challenging, you know, a thought or belief that you have, you have a different perception of what happened or, you know, regarding something that happened. This can all lead to uh, both people, right? But you can only control yourself. So we're talking about ourselves, but this can really lead to you being activated, right? It can lead to arguing, uh, insulting the other person, bringing up things from the past that the other person did to prove that they couldn't possibly be right in this moment because they did this thing 10 years ago, right? It can lead to lots of stress and overwhelm and feeling really triggered and activated. So I want us to um, think about disagreements and difference of opinions in a new way, a different way that maybe you haven't thought of before. But I want you to kind of get in that mindset of what it feels like to have someone have a different opinion or disagree with you. So this could happen. Let's say that um, you really believe in parenting your child a certain way, whether it's letting them co-sleep with you or the op- you know, opposite of that is sleep training or breastfeeding versus formula feeding or just any way that you might choose to parent your child there's going to be someone that might disagree with that or have a different opinion, right? Or let's say it's a family situation and you feel like your mom helps out your sibling more, either financially or with their kids or their family or whatever it is. That can lead to a disagreement, a different perception of something that's going on. And then the ultimate one I think that's going on now is politics, right? Almost any issue, uh, you can find someone that has a different opinion than you, disagrees with you, challenges you, right? And that is the feeling I want you to to think about when you're in those moments where someone is challenging something that you really believe that you hold to be true, um, that you think is the best way to handle a situation. Okay, so you have that in your mind where someone's challenging you, right? You can probably, even if you're thinking of a recent situation that happened, you can almost start to feel yourself getting a little activated, right? Getting a little defensive, a little bit, um, you know, putting a a guard up, putting a wall up, wanting to argue, wanting to fight. And this is your brainimal, right? This is the animal part of the brain that we've talked about here on the podcast, the one that goes into a threat response, okay? So when someone disagrees with us or has a different opinion, our brain literally feels threatened, okay? It feels like a threat because it challenges our identity. It challenges our beliefs. And this is 
can feel very uncomfortable. It's it's something called cognitive dissonance, right? And that dissonance can feel really unnerving, which it feels like you're being threatened. It feels unsafe. And so your uh, you know, go-to is to react to that threat response, whether it's fighting and arguing back and screaming and yelling, whether it's just avoiding the person or the conversation at all, or it's running away and just leaving, um, giving the silent treatment, becoming snarky, throwing insults at the other person, right? All of these things could be our threat response to this dissonance that we feel when someone disagrees or have a, has a different opinion, right? The reason this feels so threatening is because we think that our beliefs are um, true because they're correct, right? So we think the a belief that we have, we think is true because it's right, it's correct. It's the belief that we should have and everyone should have. But I want to share that a belief really isn't something that's always true, okay? So a belief is simply a thought that we've had over and over and over again. It doesn't mean that it's true, okay? It doesn't mean that it's accurate. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily the right action to take or the right plan to do or the way to do something. A belief is simply a thought that we've had over and over and over again. So I believe that asparagus is disgusting. That is a belief of mine. It feels very true. And I know you're probably sitting there and you haven't tried it grilled. You haven't tried it roasted. Yes. Yes, I have. And it's disgusting. And there are probably many of you, many of you out there that will fight me on that, right? You have a difference of opinion about asparagus, but I believe it. It's something that um, I've thought over and over and over again. So to me, it feels extremely true, right? And I know that's a silly example, but we apply that same thought process uh, to even bigger issues, right? So the parenting issue, like we talked about, um, wanting to parent your child a certain way and that being challenged by someone, um, a situation with your family, politics, right? We can apply the same reactions to those bigger um, events, bigger situations. And the reason I share all this is because I want you to see not only what's happening with you, why you're getting activated, but so that you can also understand that that's why the other person, whoever you're disagreeing with or arguing, that's why they are getting activated because this is happening in their brain too, right? They are also feeling challenged. They're also feeling threatened. They're also feeling like it's unsafe to believe anything than what they've already believed for how many years, okay? So when we can do that, when we can see why people come to a situation the way that they do and how we can see that they're responding to what they truly feel is, is a threat and understanding that for ourselves as well, that's when we can have compassion. We can have compassion for ourselves and we can have compassion for them, even though we may really, really disagree with them or have an extremely different point of view or opinion. Okay, so I wanted to show what the brain does when people disagree so that we can start to have some compassion um, for both parties, for you and the other person. Okay, and then I'm going to talk about what we can actually do about it. But if we think about with the holidays coming up, why this may be even um, you might notice this more with yourself is because I just want you to remember that when you are in your childhood home or you are around family, you, all of us, we, like immediately turn into our eight-year-old selves, right? Which means we are almost definitely 
in our brainimal and feeling activated and threatened. So just understand that, right? Give yourself some grace that, you know, normally you may be able to handle someone's different opinion, right? And someone challenging you and not become super activated and respond in a way that you want, respond in the way that you want to. But when you're around family, I feel like it all goes out the window. So just recognize that, notice that, be aware of it for yourself. So what do we do about it? Okay. We understand how our brain works. Like we just talked about why this feels so threatening and why we become so activated, but also then understanding how their brain works. Even if they don't, most people aren't going to understand this. They're not going to be able to think, hmm, I'm really activated and I'm getting really upset with this person because my brain feels threatened by them challenging my belief, right? They're not going to have that awareness, but you can. And one person out of the two that are arguing, having that understanding can make a world of difference. So understanding how your brain works and also applying that that same understanding to the other person. Be curious. Okay. Curiosity keeps you out of judgment. So if you are curious as to why this person has their opinion and their point of view, right? And why they're challenging yours, you can really try to, you know, you can figure out maybe why they came to this and again, have some understanding and compassion for them. You may not change your mind. You may still hold on to your belief and your opinion, right? But curiosity takes you out of judgment which is going to take you out of that activated state. It's going to keep you present in the moment and in the conversation. The other way to stay present and to stay out of judgment and reaction is to actively listen. Okay, so this is this takes a lot of practice and this is a skill to actively listen. Most of us listen to someone else in a conversation simply to um, find out where we can then jump in and say what we want to say, right? In our brain, we are typically thinking about what we are going to say next. What point do we want to make, right? That is not actively listening. That's engaging in the conversation, but truly actively listening means you are present and you are just focusing on what that person is telling you and taking it in and being curious about it. So start doing that. Start doing that in everyday situations, So not when people are activated, not when you're feeling challenged or having a difference of opinion. Just when your kids are telling you a story and you're thinking about um, the things you need to add to the grocery list, or you're wondering if you switch the laundry or all the other million things that you need to be thinking about, try actively listening to them telling you a story and be present and be curious. And then the better you get at that, you'll be able to apply it in situations that feel more challenging, like when someone is disagreeing with you. Okay. So actively listen. And then ask, you know, ask yourself what your goal is. So if, is it your goal to be better understood and to have your point of view communicated or is your goal to just be right and to have the last word, right? There is no judgment here. (laughs) We all do it, but checking in with yourself, like, okay, this is really going nowhere we're both screaming at each other or we're both getting really huffy with each other. What is my goal here? Am I really, you know, engaging in this conversation to have my point made um, or to have this person understand where I'm coming from? Or am I simply trying to be right, get the last word, prove them wrong, you know, whatever it is, check in with yourself. And then just be careful of what you're making the disagreement mean. 
Okay. So, you know, again, like we've talked about many times, we tell ourselves stories about things, right? So this argument, this disagreement that you're having, like I said, it's completely neutral. But once you have thoughts and tell yourself a story about the disagreement, that's what makes it good, bad, um, challenging. Uh, you know, you make it mean all of these things. So watch again yourself checking in. What am I making this mean? Am I making this mean that because this person has this opinion that they're a horrible person, right? Am I getting into that kind of all or nothing thinking? Um, am I making it mean that they're judging me and that they think I'm not a good person, right? Especially when it comes to things around parenting. If you're choosing to parent your child a certain way um, and someone disagrees with that, we can make that mean that we're a bad mom. We're making the wrong tro- choice. We're messing up our kid. Right. So again, check in. What are you making it mean about them and about you? Okay. And then we want to get to the place of acceptance. Accept that people can disagree and it's okay. Right. It's okay. It happens. We're human beings. It's part of the human experience. We're going to have different opinions, different views, um, different perceptions of things. And it's okay. Two things can be true. You can disagree with someone and still love them. Right? You can disagree with someone and you can still respect them. Both of those things can be true. Disagreements, opinion, different opinions are neutral, right? So check in, what am I making this mean? Uh, you know, holding, holding space for two things being true, right? Like I really don't agree with what they're saying right now. I really have a problem with it, but I do still love them or I do still respect them. I do still want them in my life. I do still want to have a relationship with them right? Accept that. Accept that people can disagree. It just is what it is and it's okay. But along those same lines, with that acceptance, you may get to the point where you're like, you know what? Every time I'm around this person, we get into this, right? They just cannot let it go. Um, And I need to create a boundary here, right? I've actually (laughs) created a boundary with my family. I don't talk politics, right? I just don't. Um, It never ends well. And, you know, it's one of those situations where two things can be true. I have maybe some different opinions, different um, points of view, and I still love them. I still respect them. I still want to have a relationship. I still want to have them in my life. So I created a boundary of, I just, I don't talk politics, right? Um, so you may, it may get you to that point, but when you can check in, be aware and get to a place of acceptance, that's when you then come from a place of choice. Do I want to just recognize that this person and I disagree and it's okay? Or do I recognize that this person and I disagree and I need to set a boundary, right? It can come from a better place than this activated state from feeling threatened when someone has a different opinion or, you know, they disagree with you about something. So I hope that helps. I think this is something that can help in your everyday life, uh, even just, you know, at work, in your family, but then also with the holidays coming up, Uh, It's a good topic to think about and, you know, practice that self-awareness and that active listening so that you can disagree more productively. I hope that helps. Um, Please share with me, send me an email, reach out on social media. uh, Let me know how this landed for you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do you know what flavor of mom guilt you have? Listen, mom guilt holds us back from being the mom that we want to be. So it's really important to gain insight into your unique mom guilt flavor. 
Understanding the root causes of your guilt is the first step toward letting go of it. I've created a quiz with just 10 simple questions. The results of the quiz let you know your unique flavor of mom guilt, and you'll get a simple but powerful tool from me to stop the mom guilt in its tracks. Just click the link in the show notes to get your quiz results, an amazing tool that you can begin using immediately to finally ditch the shoulds and let go of the guilt.